Thursday Night Live. Everybody with me. I used to be a childbirth instructor. Let's take a deep breath and just blow it out. Yeah. We call that a cleansing breath. So I feel like tonight, for those of you that want to plug in and be in with us or if you want to watch the video later, I want it to be a time when you can just get a cleansing breath and uh, really sit down and let the Lord just really minister to you tonight. Um, we're so <clears throat> glad to be with you. We're so excited for those of you that follow with us every week. We're honored to be a part of your life. So we love when you connect with us and tell us how things are going in your life. What a week, huh? What a crazy week. Between me being a healthcare worker and all that's going on with uh, COVID in LA, <clears throat> LA County is just, we're just inundated. It's really a very kind of crazy, scary time mm -hmm. for you to have any kind of illness because there's just no beds. And then the government yesterday, the Capitol being stormed. I mean, let's face it. These are uh, very different days. So our message tonight is a peaceful conversation. A peaceful conversation. Oh, tell us, Pastor. You know, I think that... Uh, I think we've gotten away from having peaceful conversations. We've gotten away from um, two people sitting down, having different opinions, and being able to have a conversation and, and agree to disagree. You know, people mm -hmm. say that. And with respect, but yeah. But nowadays, it's become so uh, hard and harsh, you know, how people treat each other. They, mm -hmm. you know, Facebook unfriend you or whatever. You know, just so many different ways where people are just like have become antagonistic towards each other. Mm -hmm. um, people that, uh, I was reading about these two brothers that they get together to fish every weekend and they each had their own political sides and it got to the point that they don't fish anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like they've been doing this for their whole life and all of a sudden mm -hmm. the polit politics got so hard and so harsh for them that all of a sudden you had to pick one side or the other mm -hmm. and then that was it. And mm -hmm. then you didn't have a relationship because they were on the other side. It's like, mm -hmm. come on, what is going on here, right? And then, of course, what what happened yesterday? Um, you know, different things that are people are saying. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. The bottom line is that we in this country, and actually many places in this world, um, we've gotten past civility and wanting to have peaceful conversations. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And so, um, so it reminds me of a of a passage that Paul was sharing with um, with Timothy. It's in Second Timothy. And he says, uh, Timothy, he says, uh, flee evil desires of youth. And he says, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And then he goes on, he says, don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's servant must not quarrel, mm -hmm. but instead must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful, right? That, that's, that's huge. You know, Isn't it's that? funny because I hear so much, you know, about justice is just a really big word right now. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody wants justice, don't we all? And I feel like, you know, back looking at that Timothy verse, one of the first things we have to do is pursue that righteousness. Our We have to produce justice in our own lives. That's right. And when we have a just heart, you know, it brings a pure heart. And so I feel like, you know, it says, get away those evil desires, you know, see what your motive is. Because mm -hmm. so many times, what did you always say? You judge people by their... 
actions, actions and we judge ourselves by, by our, our intentions. intentions. Right. So we always think our intentions are just. But what I love about uh, what Timothy is saying is, you know, it says in Scripture, let justice roll like a river. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and to breathe, bring truth, to speak truth in love, right? I feel like, I know my friend Gloria used to have a verse in her kitchen that said that I would walk in the integrity of my heart in my home. And she just kept it there whenever she did the dishes. And I thought, how, how purifying that is. That we need to say, Lord, we want righteousness, we want justice, mm -hmm. we want integrity and truth to rest in our hearts. Because if we start worrying about trying to do it in everyone else's life or in where we work and in our government, we can kind of kind of look at the log in the other person's eyes and, and I mean the speck in the other person's situation and miss the log in our own. So mm -hmm. I feel like this is just a really a peaceful conversation to have with ourselves to say, Lord, we want to be just people. Right. We want to be the kind of people that really do move in love and don't move out of resentment. Resentment, we've already judged them. We've, we've put ourselves in the place of God and mm -hmm. decided we're going to judge people's actions or we're going to assume what we knew their intentions were. Right, right. And so, so the first thing, like she said, is like you know, we need to make sure our hearts are in check. You know, mm -hmm. Let's check our, ourselves. You know? yeah. uh, are we pursuing righteousness? Are we pursuing faith? Love and peace. I mean, that's something that we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. But are really are we pursuing that? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's not just to have love, but it's actually to pursue. And and so when you pursue it, it means that you you are always striving to get mm -hmm. to a place of, of depth of love, you know, mm -hmm. and peace. Mm -hmm. And and then it says to to uh, to go alongside those that call upon the Lord with a pure heart. And then he goes on and talks about arguments and how it produces quarrels and so on and so forth. And it builds on resentment. And, that's right. And all of a sudden, when kindness... I loved you know, the Disney film, Bambi, one of the greatest lines. If you can't say something nice, then don't say anything yeah, at all. Right, right. And I think there's, there's a lot of wisdom to that. If you can't speak in love, then don't speak. Right. If you're speaking out of resentment... Or out of judgment, it's not going to bring forth a peaceful conversation. And, and it doesn't change them. Doesn't no. Ch they're not going to say, oh, yeah, you know what? Because you said it this way, you're right. You know, <laughs> That doesn't change anything, mm -hmm. right? So uh, so the righteousness is basically speaking of rightness. You know, it, it speaks of integrity, truthfulness, fairness, and justice, like my mm -hmm. wife said. And and so that's what we need to pursue. We need to pursue justice and and rightness, right? Living a hearts. life that is mm -hmm. right in our own hearts, right? And then faith, um, here he's not just speaking about faith, like believing for something to happen, but it's basically trusting in God's revelation and his character that produces a, a real genuine relationship with God mm -hmm. for you, you know, mm -hmm. where, where you are walking with God in a place where you say, you know, God, I trust you, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially right now with this country being where it is. Um, it's like, this is, this causes mm -hmm. me even more so to look to God and say, God, you know, we're a mess, mm -hmm. but you're not. Mm -hmm. And I just trust you. I, that's yeah, because like love is acting. Love is acting in the best interests of the other person. That's you right. know what does it say? Esteem others higher than yourselves. Always defer to them. So love, when we look at the interests of another person, it's defined as that unconditional, sacrificial love. Mm -hmm. The love which, the love which God is. Mm -hmm. For believers, this love is commanded. Mm -hmm. You know, we're empowered by His Spirit to do it. It's activated by personal choice of one's will. But it's independent of one's feelings. It's not an emotion toward the object on whom the love is given. Agape is a love that's just not just words, but it's manifested by our specific actions. That's right. That's right. Just like peace. Tell us about peace. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, peace 
is that harmony and unity with right. those who right. are uh, brought together in a common right. commitment. And mm -hmm. so the, the thing is, what are we committed to? Well, we need to be committed to each other. Mm. We commit to, to each other, moving. not to a cause, not to, the, you know, commit to each other, right? And so that way, when you have that conversation, they know that you're committed to them. Mm -hmm. You're not just trying to convince them of your side, mm -hmm. right? Because if that's all you're trying to do is, you know, correct them, um, and then they're going, they're not going to sense, you know, your care for them. They're just mm -hmm. going to know what you know. They're going to know what your agenda is or maybe what you believe in, right. but not necessarily how God is moving in your life, that's which right. is causing them to love. That's right. They'll love them in a way that they are drawn to you and drawn to the Lord. If they know that you care, they don't yes. care what you know until they know that right. you care. That's right. right. You've heard that mm -hmm. phrase before. Absolutely. And so like in Romans 14, 19 says, so then make it your top priority to live a life of peace with harmony in your relationships, eagerly seeking to strengthen and encourage one another. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Eagerly seeking to strengthen and encourage one another. That's a really nice motto to live by. It's a great yeah. purpose in our life. Yeah. If we could keep it as simple as that, mm -hmm. I mean, I think we could really make a difference in mm -hmm. people around mm -hmm. us and in this country if we all kind of started to get back to what made us so... I know, it's what's so tragic is good. even people of faith are having a hard time walking alongside each other. This verse says, you know, when you're along with those who call on the Lord out of a, of a pure heart. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, we can go back, yeah, I'm trying to think with the verse, yeah, call out of a pure heart. I mm -hmm. feel like... It's so important that we do not throw out the relationship we have with people because of what we believe. Because right. I mean, look at myself, I'm in healthcare. I understand that people don't understand, medicine is gray. People don't understand situations that aren't white or black. It's gray, it's not easy to understand. It's not always easy to explain. So people can come up with their own choice. Am I gonna wear a mask? How, how strict do I need to be? Can I still travel? Can I still see my family? I can't live out my life and judge their decisions because of the stress that I might see in my own life or in my other healthcare workers' lives and assume they don't care. They're not listening. They don't care that their situations. That all of those decisions are wrong. What am I focusing on? Looking at my own heart mm -hmm. and saying, Lord, bring integrity in my own heart. Mm -hmm. If I start moving around in judgment and trying to control and fix things, I'm not walking in a purity that the Lord is calling me to. So in Colossians 3, 13, 17, it says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Mm -hmm. Remember, the Lord forgave you, mm -hmm. so you must forgive others. Above all, it says, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together mm -hmm. in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from mm -hmm. Christ's rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. So, mm -hmm. so you know, yeah, we have differences of opinions about how we're to oh, approach sure. you and I do. things. Yeah. And, but the bottom line is that we're called, you mm -hmm. know, we're part of the same body. Right. And so we're called to live in peace. And so mm -hmm. that's something that God's called us. And he says, and always be thankful. You know, I, I am thankful for diversity. I'm thankful mm -hmm. that it causes me, it challenges me to see, number one, do, why do I believe what I believe, mm -hmm. you know? And it either strengthens it or it challenges me to, to look at a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And there have been many changes that I've had over yeah. the years mm -hmm. because I've learned a new perspective, you know, something mm -hmm. that I, I didn't know before, something that the scriptures revealed to me that was different. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's like, that makes sense to me, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so when Paul was saying, you know, don't have anything to do with, um, you know, with foolish arguments, you know, it's a strong word that he was saying. Is He basically was saying, to refuse to pay attention, especially when the person's being addressed 
maybe reluctant or to cease and desist. Well, basically what he's saying is like, look, could I excuse myself from this conversation? Mm-hmm. I don't like where it's going and mm-hmm. I, I'm just not going to right. allow this conversation to continue. I, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to back out. Uh, or can we just change the topic because it's not going to go where we need it to go. I'm trying to build a relationship. I'm trying to be with you. And it looks like this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's doing that. It's actually mm-hmm. walking away from a potential problem of conversation that could lead to a super huge mm-hmm. argument, you know, conflict or whatever. So we're not to do that. And so, so we are uh, called to, to avoid and walk away from foolish and stupid arguments. Paul and said. boy, I'll tell you, there are a ton of them these days. <laughs> I just, even when sometimes my husband and I, when this pandemic first started, he kept saying, ah, it's not any worse than the flu. What is everybody getting all excited about? And I just would look at him and say, I guess it's going to be really hard for me to explain why it's different. Um, because if I tried to explain it, if he didn't understand it, I felt like we were both like, we were just, it wasn't, it wasn't going anywhere. And so, and then I realized, then you started to come to a different understanding and I started to come to a different understanding that realized that I cannot expect people, you know, it's kind of like there was that, that, that uh, legend where, you know, the person standing next to an elephant, you know, mm. and they can only see one part of the yeah. elephant and they can call it something that it's not because mm-hmm. they don't see the big picture. Right. And if they, or they're the type of person that can't see but can only smell, they might assume it's something else that's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I, that's what I, have, I realize now with all of us, we have limited vision. Right. And, you know, it's going to be really easy for us to want to talk about what happened yesterday at the pen at the Pentagon and we we knew some people that were actually on Facebook live they were there at the time and hearing their perspective and everybody's perspective is so different depending on where you were standing mm-hmm. what you were thinking Definitely. before you even got there what brought you there so it's like I I just try to stay open and listen mm-hmm. and uh, try to stay away from judgment um, yeah. anyway yeah, you know, um, so what happened at the Capitol, um, you know, you know, that was unfortunate, obviously, and something that I wish had never happened, mm-hmm. and we all do. You know, I think a lot of people realize, whoa, wait a minute, what's happened to us? How, how, how did we get here, right? And, um, and so at the same time, in the middle of all that, you know, there's argument and yelling going back and forth, and, um, you know, it's like, it's not even a conversation. unlearned, untaught, ignorant, nonsensical, inept, yeah. trifling, absurd, all of these things. Right. They argue just to hear themselves. Just to talk. hear themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they, and, you know, it's like, and Paul's saying, don't go there. You know, mm-hmm. he says, because you know, they produce quarrels. He knows, you know where they're going to go. And that word that he used means to war or mm-hmm. to quarrel, to dispute, mm-hmm. to fight. Uh, mm-hmm. To fight battles, have controversies. Mm-hmm. It's a severe clash, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes on. He, Paul, uh, this definition means the idea in this context is battles fought without actual right. weapons. Yeah, I I um, love that about people. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have yeah. friends that really love for people to challenge what they believe because right. they're like sponges. Right. And um, they're like, no, I really want to understand what you think because I'm still I'm still processing the situation. Mm-hmm. And don't we all love to talk to someone that we know is open? Right. And maybe how we all could be that way. Right, right. And so, you know, you've heard the saying, mm-hmm. uh, those are fighting words, right? Um, you know, so how are we measuring our words? So when we talk to each other, mm-hmm. that we're not uh, evoking uh, certain passions and, and, and possible anger or whatever mm-hmm. because the way we worded it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, so Paul goes on, he says, and the Lord's servant must not quarrel, 
which means to war, quarrel, or dispute, fight, or strive. Um, but he's basically, um, you know, and he was speaking about that word is speaking about a military uh, combat, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, very intense, very bitter. But he says, yeah, but, but instead, the focus is right, just to be kind. Yeah, instead, Remember, be instead, kind to everyone, everyone, right? Mm -hmm. And that word kind is epios. Ethos, yeah. It was used to describe medicines oh, as soothing um, or assuaging. You know? I know. I sure love to hear a nice word. Yeah. I love when someone says, I, I'm just trying to think, just recently, somebody said something really kind to me, and I thought, what a kind thing to say. It kind of made me feel like somebody put on some nice perfume, or mm -hmm. I felt like I put on a shirt that was a little bit more comfortable. It mm -hmm. just kind of seemed to make the day seem nicer. Right. We have the potential to do that with our tongue. We do, we do. And you know, in Titus, uh, when Paul wrote to Titus, he says, uh, remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. And so that is being a good citizen. That is what God is calling us to be and do. I mean, sometimes, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, sometimes we, have to, we have to stand, we up, stand for up for something for that's right. Absolutely. I get but, that. But, right, I agree. How do we stand up for truth? I agree. You know, you mm -hmm. speak the truth in love. That's right. So how, what does, how does that, that look, look like? like? Right. What's that look like? And then Paul goes on. He says, you, uh, you know, you, you need to be able to teach. In other words, you need to be able to share why you believe what you believe, but mm -hmm. in such a way that it's not like you don't feel like you have to overpower the person. But you can say it just calmly and just, you know, speak it effectively. I love that verse that says, always be ready to share why Jesus is Lord in your heart. Yeah. And I used to love that because being an evangelist, I always wanted to have people understand why I was kind of a Jesus freak. I really wanted them to understand why he was set apart as Lord in my life, that mm -hmm. everything in my life had to be surrendered to him. And so I feel like when it comes to conversations or staying away from judgment and, or uh, resentment, I think we have to say, who's being Lord right now? Mm -hmm. Is Jesus being Lord or am I taking over on the seat? That's am right. I taking the driver's wheel? Like last week when you said, Jesus, take the wheel. Mm -hmm. It's like, who, who's taking precedence right now? That's right. That's right. And so when we have conversation, we need to deliver it with compassion, kindness, you know, because um, God, he's, he does that for us. And he's always working for the restoration of the people. He's always bringing us back. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing he said, well, Paul, was not to be resentful. And that is speaking about a person that you, know, you, you put up with uh, things that may be a little hard, you know, and you just have to tolerate and, and forbear mm -hmm. without resenting. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know what, this is where they are mm -hmm. and, and not take resentment to it, you know, mm -hmm. and not feel like, oh, man, this is horrible and they're, they're horrible people. Um, you know, the bottom line is we're all in this journey. We're all mm -hmm. trying to figure this thing out. And some of us have different understanding and different revelation that God has mm -hmm. given us. You know, mm -hmm. Others have others. Mm -hmm. And so how do we learn from each other is to come together and with the intent of trying to help each other, trying mm -hmm. to encourage one another, well, I like that, to, to offer words that will enlighten and soothe and mm -hmm. challenge, but in love. Right. Because we all know that we can't tell somebody something they're not ready to accept or if right. they don't even see it, right. it's not the right time. Right. And so, um, you know, it says that the Lord's servant must not be contentious, but kindly apt to teach and forbearing even with opponents. And in the, in the uh, Greek, uh, that word was, again, a, another medicine word. Uh, and it's to describe enduring pain of evil. And so, so what has happened um, has happened. I mean, but the question is, how do we respond? The, how we respond, that is up to you and it's up to me. What are we going to do at this place from this point forward? What are we going yeah, to do I feel for like, yeah. one another? 
I feel like we need to just be still and understand. Be still and know that God is God. That's right. And um, we need to be focused on allowing our hearts to be cleansed in such a way that we can look and bring truth and love in our own hearts mm -hmm. and um, care more about the person that we're engaging with um, than necessarily getting our thoughts out. Mm -hmm. um, I know these some of this sounds kind of cliche, but I know that all of us want justice in our lives. We want it in our personal lives. We want it within our family life. We want it within our work environment. And many of us care about um, in our communities and in our and in our country and in the world. And we know there's a lot of misjust. Uh, there's a lot of uh, poor. There's lack of justice. Right. A lot of injustice. And a lot. Of, thank you. That's the word. I can't talk injustice. So anyway, we're just thankful that you tuned into us tonight. And again, this dialogue, we're going to be picking this up. Mm -hmm. um, please let us know. Keep praying. Keep praying. And um, please stay safe for those of you that are in hot zones and hot states where the hospitalization rate is really high. Please just try to buckle in and just let's get through these next few weeks and hopefully the numbers will drop and things will get better. And as far as the government, it says we are to pray. We are to pray for those in authority. We are to pray for those in leadership to give them wisdom so that they too can lead this country mm -hmm. and the people that they serve mm -hmm. in, a, in a right way. So it's been a blessing to be with you guys tonight. Yeah. Hope to see you next week. Have a great week. God bless God you bless guys. You. Be okay. careful and be safe. Okay, be safe. Thank you.